Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing, yeah, exactly, exactly, dude, 100%. I, it doesn't, some of that doesn't make sense to me because, and it's like, it, and it's also, remember how like people, people think that this NIL, you know, selfish locker rooms, uh, guys getting paid more than, it, it's like, mm-hmm. it's not just the coaches that are doing it, Nate, it's also the players as well yeah. that are supporting their other players. That We got, like, every kid on sure. our team is reposting that stuff. So, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. You know. Oh, I have another question for you. Yeah. Um, regarding the NIL, what, what do you, how long do you think, I guess, the amount of payments that every athlete is going to continue to get? I don't see it happening the way it's happened this year continuously. Yeah. So I, I, here's what, here's what I think on the whole thing. I, I don't think these companies are going to jump at these college athletes, uh, basketball. I don't think they're going to jump at, at the college the college basketball players and all this money is going to be thrown around. I think maybe at first there will be some, but if you're a company and you've been, if you've been in operation for five to 10 years, right, you're not just throwing your money to, to somebody, to, to some 18 year old kid, right? You're going to vet the, you're going to vet the kid. You're going to, you're going to do your, your process and, and figure out if this is a kid that you want to put your money in. So are there some deals right now that, that maybe, but I don't even think there's a lot of deals that I've thought of. I mean, I know we have Hersey, but I don't think there's a lot of deals that have been that crazy. And I think, no, I, I like, think more even, so at like a local level is where this like Gatorade is not coming in to give, somebody nike's not coming in it, it, there it's this is solely this is basically to put a band-aid over the guys who want to go out and sign some autographs and uh and make some money or sell a jersey or a t-shirt or that, that's really what that. this is. i would agree with that but also like the amani Bates, the chets like they will make like they, those they, are when you might see an adidas signing early you might see you know, a Nike signing early, a Gatorade signing early. Like that's, I think, the, the type of caliber you're going to really see it like hit for. Also like the lower major athletes, which are like, I mean, good athletes like uh, Lipscomb or TSU or, you know, like a low major, mid-major kind of deal. Mm-hmm. You're still going to see them benefit, but it's going to be, and it's going to be in a way that's not just like, it's not everybody's going to be like the guy that, made $2 million, you know, right. like, and they'll, look, they're they're contracts. Name, they, but, they sign know. things. It's not like there's that set amount of money and they just boom, hand them over this wad of cash. Like, you know, for yeah. that amount, there's contracts, there's things you have to do to, to, uh, to fulfill the contract. Right. So I would imagine even the Imani Bates of the world and the Zion, we're talking about four to five guys a year, right. That are, that are looking at a sponsorship exactly. some sort of endorsement deal with that type of money. We're not talking about a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it, uh, and you yeah. might've gotten a, like a, like at the specific schools, not like a Gatorade or Adidas, but some big name companies in the state, like a Keon Johnson, I think would have made a lot of money last year at Tennessee, a body uh, armor or something. It doesn't have to be a body armor, a, a new sports strength that somebody but has. Even done. like, um, uh, Gus's, I don't know if you've ever been to Gus's yeah. in Knoxville. I mean that, I mean, shoot. From Memphis, by the way, it originated in Memphis, by the way. Really? Sorry. You know, Knox was better. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, always got to rep the orange. But no, so I, I just think it's important for, like, I think, I just don't think it's going to continue at the rapid pace it started. But, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm happy for the athletes. I'm glad that they've gotten to get some exposure and that they've gotten to make a little bit of money during the process. And honestly, I, I think it's great marketing if you can find a guy that has a lot of followers to all of a sudden mm-hmm. just tweet something out. And, and I think a lot of that, Nate, is what it is right now. It's the kids that mm-hmm. have a, a social media kind of base, a, a, a 
you know, clout, whatever word you want to throw in there. They, they have a following on social media. And I'm not, not saying that any of it's just not justified, but also, you know, it's that, that helps a lot too for, for kids to get it, I believe. No, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, anyway, hey, let's go ahead and ask. I got to ask you a question. How are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I am alive and kicking as always. Um, can't complain that much at all. Um, same old, same old little, you know, just trying to get in, 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 into the swing of things with basketball and, and mm-hmm. workouts we got going on right now. But it's the same old, same old, man. Just uh, How have they been going? Good, good. Um, we're on the court uh, four days a week. Um, it's, you know, it, I, I keep, I, I was talking to Penny yesterday. We, he was asking me like, man, he said, man, we got a good group. Of, we got a good group of dudes this year. And I said, you know, I, I don't want to throw a number on it. I don't want to say what they're going to do. Um, I just, it's a special group of dudes. It's a special group of dudes. They, they want to listen. Um, they want to, they want to be in the gym. I keep saying it. They want to yeah. work. It's they're, They'll do something special. I, I don't know what that's going to look like. Um, you know, I have no idea, but all I'm saying is I, I think it's a special group of dudes. that's going to do something special. What about y'all? Update me with y'all. I'm good, dude. It's it's just exciting to have everybody back and excited to practice. We have some guys, I think, that are taking maybe the next step. I think everybody has just been competitive, so that's been good. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm 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 positive about it, but you know, anything can go either way. So I'm I'm gonna take that stance. I'm not gonna give anything too much one way or the other right now. Yeah. Um. But uh, I, I mean, I really love our guys, and I really believe in our guys. So um, I think it could be—I think it could be really good. But Asa, I was thinking about it today, and I was just thinking about how it is episode fifty-two, and I got it right today. I had to—I had to get it right today. It is episode fifty-two of the Mind of a Coach podcast, and holy cow, it's been a year. It's it's been it's been a year. It's been a year. I, I honestly can't believe we're here, and we, I feel like we we say this every once. But yeah, it's it's been a year. It's been a year. You know what's funny, Asa, is that 365 days. Well, first, who is who is who is your title? Because I already know who my only 52 can be, and it's got to be Jordan McRae. It's got to be Tennessee native Jordan McRae. I don't know if he's a native, but he was a hooper, and I got to go with Jordan McRae. Something tells me Jordan McRae is not a Tennessee native, but I respect yeah, what you just did right there. I, I really respect what you just did right there. Let me, I'll tell you what. I honestly, I just don't know any 52s. I'm, I might be completely off base here, but. No, I, yeah, I, 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 nothing is coming to the dome right now. Nothing is coming to the dome. Um, let, let me let me look this up real quick, but that was good. No, Jordan McRae, was he 52 at Tennessee? At Tennessee, at Tennessee, which I don't know why he chose that number, but 52. However, while you're looking it up, let me know when you get it. Do you have anything? Uh, I, oh my gosh, Nathan, you'll, you want to know who the second person that came, it popped up was when I typed that in? Who? Jordan McRae. Really? I'm not kidding. I just, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Hang on. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. And that, and that was on Google. Now it, it's on uh basketball reference, but Jordan McRae was the second name that just popped up. Well, how about that? See, that's why a young athletes choose a number that not everybody wears. Greg Odom wore 52 for the Portland Trailblazers in 2000. That is right. He sure did. He sure did. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, that's amazing. Mo Williams apparently uh, in 20. 20- Dude. Yes, he did, and he was nasty. It should have been the Mo Williams. Mo I Williams. love Jordan McRae. But- hey, isn't Mo Williams, co- uh, Mo Williams is down at, uh, uh, what is it, Alabama State? I think you're right. I think you're right. I think he's at Alabama State. 
Dude, I think you're right. But hey, I'm, I'm going to go back now. We had to get that. We So it's our Mo Williams slash Jordan McRae podcast, episode 52. Asa, 365 days have gone by. So a whole year. And we're still here. And unfortunately, we are still in COVID. We're not, not going to talk about COVID right now because this is the happy-go-lucky podcast. This is the golfing podcast where we talk about our hundreds and two hundreds we shoot. So Tell me a little bit about these past 365 days. Uh, well, I'll say this. I mean, I remember you, you came to me with the idea first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you said, you said this was probably, I guess it had to be August of 20, uh, 2020. And mm-hmm. you were just like, hey, man, I, I want to do a coaching podcast. I, don't, I'm, I haven't, I've been trying to find some things. There's not a lot of stuff out there that I like. Um, and I, I, I said, yeah, I said yes, right? And uh, mm-hmm. And so you came in with the idea and I, I, I didn't, you know, we talked a little bit about it. We really pretty much did it just a month, right? We, 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 we did. Oh, a, yeah. I, I was like, Hey, we got to do this in a month. You know, I, I, I yeah. got, I got a little anal in it and I was like, all right, we got to do this in a month. This is when it has to be done. This one. <laughs> yeah. It was basically from the time you told me like a month later, we dropped the first podcast and we really only had like one trial run. And I'm not even sure that was, we probably dropped the first trial run as the first episode. <laughs> literally one trial i don't know man it's just it's fun dude it is it's i'm i am thankful for you for coming to me with this idea i really am and i told you that before off air uh texted it to you i i really am grateful that you asked me to to come along on this journey with you and that we're doing what we're doing because i think i think people take notice and it's a it's cool man like like we've said before if if somebody is a if if one or more people in the world called you coach, then you're you're welcome to come on the podcast. We want to talk hoops and and learn as much as we can and get as much information uh, to people out there as we possibly can. And Nate, it's 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 been a blast, dude. It's fun. It's it's been so much fun. And I'm glad for this year episode, you and I get to sit down and just be ourselves. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm gonna go ahead and answer that question as well. I know I asked it, so it's a little weird that I'm answering it. But um, man, to go off what you said. I'm so glad that you decided to do this. And I, it's, it's been so, I know I, I got to brag on you for a second. It's, it's, it's been so fun and um, I guess heart filling to see you grow within this podcast and to see how you have the questions that you've asked and the way you've presented questions, the more you've come into yourself. I was actually talking to someone earlier and they were like, man, I love Asa and like who he's become in this podcast and like he's found his personality and it, I mean, it, it's, it's very, it's very easy to root for you within a podcast. Cause like I go back and listen to it. I'm, I'm, I'm as much of a loyal fan as anybody else. And I'm, <laughs> I guess I get to be a part of it. Um, but it's honestly just interesting to get to hear. And honestly, I, I, I mean, I'm just gonna be honest. I, I don't listen for me. I listen because I'm like, okay, what, what are our, usually our guests giving us that I might've missed during it. Yep. And, to go off that, like besides the fact that you are doing a phenomenal job, it has been really, really, really cool to have conversations with people that I would never have ha- probably had, or yeah. maybe it would have taken a lot longer to have. So I think it's just been a, an avenue for growth for us individually, which has been phenomenal. And I'm not like I can't, I couldn't take it for granted. And for like I guess anybody that is watched, if it has helped grow them which I hope so because I mean, at least I've gotten something from it. Mm-hmm. And I think if we are able to get something from it, maybe somebody else is. So I, I think that's been my most exciting thing that I've taken from the last 365 days is the fact one, I can't believe we've done it this long. Yeah. And two, I can't believe people have agreed to come on this podcast <laughs> listening to previous episodes. I can't believe we've gotten the likes of, coach bird and coach king and coach alexander 
and all you know Lipscomb assistants, Coach Edstrom, Rutiliano, like some of the guys that just like are super dear to our hearts to ha- come on and just be a part and support us. And I mean that speaks highly on them to like come support us. But I mean to everybody else, like hopefully you know that we're super appreciative of you and hopefully that you understand that we're trying to help you guys out as well and promote your name and promote your message as well. So I, I know I got on a tangent right there. I got excited. Asa, but th- that's what my 365 days have looked like. Yeah, dude. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for, for what you just said right there. I think you're absolutely right. Uh, again, none of this was, would, you know, was even thought of before you, um, I think the, the funny, and I'm glad we're doing this episode the way we're doing it was because you know, we, we're scrambling every week. We're tr- sometimes we, if we're not recording till Wednesday, we're trying to find somebody Wednesday afternoon to do it. We try to plan ahead, don't we? We do. And, and I'm in the re- and I'm getting to a, a point here. We try to plan ahead. We're not, we're not great at it. Um, but anyway, <laughs> well, I, all just, of a sudden it'll just be like, I mean, we got other, like we, we're also working for a university. That's and another to thing, dude. Full time. Yeah. Yeah. And how much time, and how much time, you know, we got to wor- worry about this and be concerned about this. And, but we also have, you know, 99% of our time is going, has to go, has to go elsewhere. Otherwise mm-hmm. we can't even do the podcast. And what I, what I was trying to say was, is that I'm glad that we're doing this episode this way because we always, we're trying to find coaches. We're trying to get somebody on. And then I think at least for me, sometimes we forget that, Hey, we got a dude that's a, it's an assistant coach at a, a head assistant coach at a division two school in Nathan Moran. I've been oh. going on my third year out of division. You know what I'm saying? And yes. I think it's cool for yeah. us to just sit back and kind of talk and take a deep breath. And you and I talk hoops as opposed to net, cause we can talk hoops. We can talk hoops next. Yeah. And we know hoops and I don't know, there's something about, and, and this is the thing I think we're almost spoiled in getting to do the podcast is we get, just get to learn from all these people firsthand. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we do know basketball a little bit, wouldn't you say? So just, I mean, not, not as now, give me, let me be very clear. Not as much as some of our guests know. 100%. And, but at, at least, at least enough to where we, I mean, we're, I think we're capable and we played and, you know, we're coaching now. So a lot of different aspects of the game, but man, I, I mean, we've just been super blessed, man, to have the people that we've had. And I'm, I'm lucky to have you working alongside me. Uh, well, I appreciate you, man. Again, I, I, it means the world that you asked me to uh, to help you out and, and, and come along with you. So I, I appreciate it. All right. Well, hey, I, I got a question for you. So, yeah. um, we're, so like he said, we're going to dive a little bit into us this week. It's a little bit different. So uh, this is usually the time I'd say, hey, or I'd say, hey, Ace, are you ready? And he'd say, let's get into it or, you know, let's get it or something like that. So let's get it. Ace, you ready? Let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. There it is. There it is. All right. Hey, so – you are the video coordinator at. TSU. Hang on, man. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry. You got to ask me if this is the 50 second episode. You have to ask me what I have to get off off my chest. I can't think of it. 50 second episode, Nate. Come on. 50 second. Man. I don't know, Asa. What do you got to get off your chest? Thank you, Nate. All right. You know what? I actually got something today, and we didn't talk about it last week. But college football's back. Football's back. NFL's about to start. This targeting rule in college football oh, is getting God. out of hand. And I know we're basketball, but whatever. I love football. Nathan loves football. Football's great. This targeting rule is getting so out of hand. I, everything's a target. The dude, the, first of all, the, kid, the kids get kicked out for something that they really didn't even mean to do. Now, is there a rule in place? Yes. But why do we got to kick the kid out for something that he literally didn't even mean to do? He was just trying to make a football play. Yeah. And the kid's getting punished. 15-yard penalty? Cool. Give him a 15-yard penalty. But, the, but the, the kicking the kid out is ridiculous, dude. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it's, it's not, it's not fair for the defense at all because offense can lower their helmet, make head to head contact. They can lower their crown and it's not targeting. Like, I don't understand that. Um, my next thing would be, I don't know if you heard Tom Brady talking about like targeting and the like personal fouls, like, and he was basically talking about how it's, it's basically baloney for the defense because it makes it where the offense can be less skilled and get away with it. He said, when I was like, when I was started playing in the NFL and in college, it was like, when I got to the NFL, it was whenever we played Baltimore, I knew where Ray Lewis was and I knew not to throw it over the middle because Ray Lewis was going to take somebody's heads off. So yeah. it made you adapt and adjust to it. And if you messed up and you weren't skilled and you weren't paying attention, you were going to set your player up for a bad situation. So I, I guess what I'm saying is it, it like, I agree with Tom Brady. It, it makes the game a little less skilled. Um, you can throw it wherever and you have to two hand touch them down. Um, I could, if I'm a quarterback, I'm just going to run to the sideline and then I'm just going to keep going because anything's a judgment call. And you can, if you push me, I could flop or act like it was a personal. I mean, it's just ridiculous right now. So I agree. I think the targeting is ridiculous. I think the roughing the passer is ridiculous. I think there's a yeah. lot of ridiculous um, yeah. in football because, like, what, what, why is football – like, I understand the CTE. I understand keeping everybody safe. But, man, football was meant to be a physical, physical sport. Right, right. It, it, absolutely. But it's just I, – I, I don't – I can't fathom why we just have to automatically kick the kid out of the game when he, he he's trying to make a football play and he he didn't mean to – he wasn't – most of the time, I don't feel like there's malicious intent whatsoever. No, when well, it, but they but they kick the kid out. It was out, malicious. But, a lot of times, it's malicious. But I, I don't, but I understand I, what you're saying. Malicious in the intent of like trying he, to hit head to head. Like right, to right. He, 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 thank you. Trying to knock somebody's head off. Like that's part of football. But yeah. Yeah. I understand what you're saying. It is it is one very frustrating. Thing, one more thing. Shout out to McKenzie Milton. Um, that was a pretty cool oh, story man. this weekend. College football that happened. Uh, except the, the announcer, I can't remember if it was Tariko or who it was. He he could not shut up about how catastrophic his knee injury was. I was like, right. dude, the kid's back. Let him let him play some football. He said it like man. 75 times. Man, I, I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't even watching the game. I fell asleep. Yeah. So it was it was late. It was late, or I guess too late for good me. game. That was actually a really good game. Yeah. Hundred percent. So, Asa, before I started talking about it, or um, before I forgot that you had to get it off your chest, um, I was talking about you just being a video coordinator this year, mm-hmm. and not just this year, but the past three years. And that is a big role. I mean, that is a Division One role. You are on a Division One staff. Um, so, just give me and everybody else a deeper dive into what you do or what your role is at TSU. Yeah, um, that's a good question. So I, as I've said a, a couple of times, I, I, it's been the busiest, you know, so it, it's interesting. So my first year here, I, I didn't have a really, a, I started in December, right? Uh, 2019. Yeah. Um, I didn't have a summer. I didn't, I, I didn't really have a fall. So I kind of just hopped in. They were already playing games. They had just had a Thanksgiving tournament. So I kind of hopped in right there. Obviously, the next following summer, COVID happened. So we didn't have, no schools really had any type of summer at all. So this is my mm-hmm. first summer. And I keep saying, you know, I, I'm busier than I've ever been. Um, what man, I am. I just, I do, I, I do, I help out any way I can. Um, I, I help Coach Russ. Uh, we've been, um, we've been working on um, a, a, a the elite camp that we just had. Um, anytime Russ needs something, I do a lot of video stuff as well too. Um, but anytime mm-hmm. Russ needs something, um, I'm, I got my hand helping him. Um, I do a lot of video work for Penny. Penny likes to post stuff on Instagram, 
and uh, I, I do a lot of stuff for him that way. Um, I'm kind of behind the scenes. If we if we have somebody on campus and we need to show him something or, or we want to we want to talk to him, Penny will kind of come to me with a, a vision or kind of what he wants out of a video or something. And um, and so you know he's he's basically uh, he's a uh, He's the visionary. He's Spike Lee, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. Spiel, I, I, I put it together. He, he has the vision, and I, I kind of try to bring it to fruition. I, I can't think of a director. Bring it to fruition, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I do a lot of that, man. It's fun. And, and you know, my, my relationship with Penny, I kind of know, I, I, at least I think, I, you know, I know what he wants, and, and I think I'm okay at, at kind of bringing what, what he wants to light and to fruition. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm helping coordinate anything that go, anything that goes on um, with visits or, or stuff I'm, I'm trying to help coordinate that um, and then um, we got we got we got tryouts I'm helping uh, tryouts coming up uh, in a couple of weeks and I'm, I'm trying I'm helping out with that and, and made flyers and getting the word out there and making sure we're talking to camp you know getting things every everything squared away um, for kids that want to come try out um, so man it's just and and this video stuff too I do uh, um, Anytime that there's a video question, you know, they're coming to me. I'm talking to Synergy. I'm talking to Sports Code. I'm talking to Huddle. Um, I'm talking to all those people. I'm, I'm if, yeah. if they need clips for something, it, it's, a, it's a lot of video stuff. And it's just, you know, it's regular coding stuff, man. You're, 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 getting, you're getting stuff done until practice, right? You're, you're, you're putting out fires. You're, you're, the goal is to get to practice and hoop. And there's a lot of things you have to, hurdles you got to come over before, before 3 o'clock comes, right? Um, and so, and so that's what I'm doing, man. And it's, uh, you know, I said it a week or so ago, it's, it's some of the most fun I've ever had. And, um, I'm not, that's not a lie. I'm, I'm, I'm being genuine. It, it's, it's fun. I mean, it's stressful at times, but it's worth the stress. Yeah. I mean, shoot, the best problems to have are during practice almost. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's a good. That's that's you can quote me on that. Go that's ahead and quote one. me on that. The best problem that to might have be the name sometimes. of this episode. Actually, the best problems you can have are in practice. Yeah, that, that, I mean, honestly, I mean, that might be true, but this is what I was also going to go. So you were talking about Penny and Instagram and social media is a big part of what you guys have been doing at TSU. Um, tell me a little bit about the significance behind the social media right now for kids and for your program. Well, I'll say this. Um, obviously, over the last probably year, year and four months, year and a half, um, you know, I, I, I think there's a changing of the guard per se coming, right? Um, mm. I really do. I, I think that kids are starting to look at the way, at where they go to school and who they play for differently. And I think us at Tennessee State being uh, HBCU is in a really good position to change some stuff, to, to really change the landscape of college basketball. And there, it's not an accident that we're in people's top fours, top eights, top whatever. It's, that's not an accident. It's not. Um, Coach Penny has put together what I think is the best coaching staff in the country. And we're really, really, really good at what we do. And all of us are. And I think that it is, it has opened a lot of people's eyes. Um, I think it obviously is part of a lot of attention. Um, attention isn't the only thing you want, you know, you got to have something to back it up. But I think that that's a start. And with what we're doing right now, you know, I, I, I think, I think we, to be honest, Nate, I think we got a chance to change college basketball and how and how it's been perceived over a while. I, I think that's where we're at right now. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not, but I, I think we have a chance to do that. And I think that's kind of the vision that Penny has and where the social media comes into play um, and stuff like that. And and that's where we're at, dude. That, that's that's the honest truth. 
It's awesome. Just almost jumping on, like um, you have to. I mean, I, I do you love Inky Johnson? Have you listened to Inky Johnson's videos? Uh, I know. Yeah, I mean, I, I see some of his. Oh. I don't listen to him like you do, um, but well, I've seen some of his. Then stuff. hush, because I need to speak on Inky. So I was at actually the game against Air Force when he hurt his shoulder at Are Tennessee. You really? Yes. And it was terrible. I mean, it was terrible, like down for however long. And, you know, like he, it was almost to the point where he died. And so like to hear him, like his inspirational speeches and stuff is just, I mean, it's, I mean, it's really, especially to be in that moment, it's, it's pretty humbling. And one of the biggest things he talks about, like where I heard one of his speeches the other day and it was about adapting and changing. Yeah. And I'll relate it to a second. I mean, I'll relate it to yours in a second, but um, personally, his story about just adapting and changing, like you were, you were going to be a first round draft pick and now you don't have movement in your arm. Now you're having to learn how to do all these things again. I mean, that is adapting and changing and having the mindset and the attitude to do these things that is adapting and changing. And, um, in a simple way, you guys are adapting and changing in the fact that you guys are adapting to the climate and you are changing because of it. So you are changing. You are trying to be the change. And so that that that's that's pretty neat that you guys that you're mentioning that 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 you guys have a chance because like you're trying to adapt and change. And I think that's super important. Is just adapting and changing. Exactly. And I think that's that's super important in the landscape of college basketball right now, especially with NIL. One hundred percent. And also, you know, no matter what, if you're trying to adapt and change, you have to have people that believe in whatever the vision, the change, the adapt, the adaptation is right. Like you have sure. to have people within the core group that believe in whatever, wherever you're trying to get to. And, and it, can't, we have it can't be just some people. It's got to be everybody. Right. It's gotta, Everybody's got to be a full buy in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and when that happens, dude, things things start to take off. And that's and I'm not saying that we're there. I'm not saying that we're there, but that's kind of. The culmination, that's kind of what it is. It's, 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 you got, you got six coaches, five coaches here, three assistants, mm-hmm. one head assistant, Dobo, myself, six of us that believe, you know, you, you, mm-hmm. we believe and, and we're trying to get there. And I think that's, that's where it is right now. And it starts with that. I don't care where you want to go. If you don't have people that, that don't believe in where you're trying to get there, then you're not going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. All right, hey, last question uh, for the time being. I, I might come up with more. I probably will come up with more. But um, players, as a player, we were both players. We did not recognize all the stuff that coach, coaches did and especially that Dobos did or video coordinators. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you don't see what they do behind the scenes. Like, you just see your food on the table, and that's all you see. You yep. see – video get posted and you don't know all the hours that were posted or taken behind that. There's just a lot of unseen hours and honestly it could be unseen hours. And so what I'm saying is, is but also when you get on the court, sometimes you do not have the responsibilities that the head coach and some of the assistant coaches have. Mm-hmm. So walk me through about what some of the challenges are on the court that you struggle with. In, in in terms of, uh, of in terms of how the players might see you or how the um or how you might have an idea and you might want to explain it but also there's like that's this gap where it's like oh, i don't know if i'm allowed to do it yeah stuff like that that's a great like, question there's just, um, there's just a little bit of a you know that's a great question so like i said you know with three assistants penny adobo and myself right um uh, and then we have uh, Penny's, Penny's dad, who is, we call him OG. He, he's the OG of the group. He, he's around too. Mm-hmm. So I, dude, I just, 
when I say something, I want it, I want it to be heard and be loud, but I'm not stopping practice. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not mm-hmm. stopping everything. I, I gotta, I have to, I gotta take the route of, Hey, this kid's over on the sideline. Maybe he just had a bad play. Let me say something to him real quick. Um, let me mm-hmm. point out something that he did when he's away from all, you know, all the madness. Cause if you got two or three coaches at one time trying to coach a whole drill. Well, what is my voice going to do? That's just going to add mm-hmm. to the chaos, right? The kid's not going to hear anything. So I got to take the approach of, I got to, I got, I got to, I got to talk to this kid, you know, when he's after the drill, when he's walking back mm-hmm. to the locker room after practice. Um, and so, but also making sure that when I do say something, um, I'm confident in it. Like, I mean, today, mm-hmm. me and Russ were doing shooting groups. So we were out, we didn't have, we didn't have a workout today. It was just voluntary shooting groups. And so we had a couple kids and, you know, at, at some point in that situation, I'm more inclined to say something out loud and, you know, before I, I ask Russ or, or Penny or anything like that. Um, and so, you know, it's just, it's just trying not, I, I don't want to step on any toes and that, that doesn't mean, you know, you don't want to step on any toes, but, and the head coach is going to say what he's going to say. The assistant is going to say what they're going to say. They got their roles, defense, offense, whatever it may be. And, you know, I just, I gotta, I have to observe all that. And then if there's something that I feel like, Hey, might help this kid out or, or, you know, something like that, then, then I'll go over and say it to him. Um, but also there are days that I got to leave practice 20 minutes before it ends to go pick up food for our guys. Um, yeah. I'm doing some of that stuff too. Uh, you know, setting up film. If Penny wants to watch film at three o'clock before we go out to the court at three twenty, I'm, I'm doing that and I'm not getting out of the court till 10 minutes out of the practice. Cause I'm setting it up and taking it down. Um, it's it, it just, Try, try, try and just to make sure that I can, at, at some point, you know, I want to, you want to give the kids some insight and, and you got, you got good stuff to tell them. You do. I do. I'm, we do. We, we, we can, we can tell them some things. We've been through it. Mm-hmm. And just trying to do that in a, in an, in an efficient way, I guess, is yeah. the on-court stuff for me. Trying to do that in an efficient way and not, 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 not step out of my bounds. And that, yeah, that's it. Good. Yeah. Good question though. I'm glad you asked that. Um, Nate, one of the cool things that has happened since, since we started the podcast is you've got a promotion. I mean, you got a promotion in the past year. Um, you know, now you're, now you're the head assistant at, at Lee. Um, obviously congratulations. We talked about that a gazillion times. I I don't, and I'm not necessarily asking basketball specific on court stuff, but just kind of how has, what, what's different? What's new? What did you not expect about walking into this new role? Just tell me about kind of just the whole landscape of this new role that you've taken on over the last three to four months and what it looks like now. Yeah. I, I mean, the first thing I would say is whenever you're taking on a new role, although you might feel like you're prepared, God, you're nervous. Yeah. You're nervous because you feel like you're not prepared. You know, you just got to figure out new things. It's like new like nuances and you know whatnot. So it was just, I think that was probably the most difficult part of transitioning into the new role. And once again, I haven't been here, like I haven't been for a full year yet um, in my new role, but like just for the first couple of months, that's probably been the biggest. It's just like understanding what's expected and what to do and how I can be good at what I'm doing. Um, Just because I don't, I like, so just like trying to figure out the few ways and like how to help everybody because like that's your job is just to help everybody. Like you want to be able to help. Like I want to be able to help um, Bubba in every single way I can. Every way that I can help him and make his job easier. That's my goal. So I want to be able to do that. And I want to make my players enjoy playing and being around our team, et cetera. So it's just trying to find like little things like that. And the funny thing is like, you know, we have, we haven't gotten into technically basketball season yet, but I have loved this little season 
of just getting to hang out with the guys and getting to know the guys more and just getting to talk with the guys and everything else. And I wouldn't say it's a major transition because that's just something I've always enjoyed doing is getting to know the guys more, but just because of the role I'm in, I've had the opportunity to probably my voice means just a little bit more. And, um, that's been cool, but also just trying to make it where our GA has, you know, just as important of a role as, as I have. And that, because I mean, like you said, we were talking about managers earlier, like, man, we couldn't function without managers. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, but I, it's just, you can't give me enough. You can't give us enough managers, please. You man, man, good managers are gosh. I mean, it's just, you, you really, I remember, um, you just, everybody is the same, right? Everybody's the same with different roles as in every single person's role is important and you have to find value in that role. So like we have 16 guys on a roster, one through 16, very important. We have managers on a roster. Every single manager can bring something different and valuable to the table and same thing with coaches. Um, so I don't know. It's just like finding the new value and what I have to bring value in, I'd say is the most important and newest thing I've had to learn. So you mentioned, you mentioned a second ago, your uh, like kind of your voice meaning more now and obviously in which, which it certainly does. How do you, how do you navigate that? How do you, did you, or did you change your approach at all or, or at all? I mean, how do you not, how do you, I guess, how does now that your voice does mean more in the t how do you not let your ego get in the way when it comes to delivering a message to a kid, coaching a kid? Love them. Yeah. Love them. I think the biggest thing from, um, is understanding that man, I, I let, let, let me talk about, um, man, I wrote this quote down the other day and I want, I wanted to talk about it because I was like, man, if I ever write a book, this has got to, maybe this is the title, you know? Like yeah. it, it was just not, not, I mean, probably not a time, but just something so significant. And let me, let me just find it really quick. Um, okay. So this was something that was just like, man, it hit me. Right. And it was young coaches have to have a clear defined line. Like you have to have a clear defined line. What is it? Yeah. What does that mean to you? So when I'm talking about a clear defined line, it means that what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And Honestly, like certain things and not the Friday night things, but like certain things I probably didn't understand as well as a GA or even at like my time in Missouri Western, just like, okay, you can't do this. This is not professional, you know? And so like, just like that transition of like, well, well what is professional? Like what is a hundred percent professionalism? Yeah. And like, okay, well, this is a clear defined line. So just like, and it's not the kid's fault for like saying something. To yep. you right it's it's like well obviously i didn't make that clear enough and so like just taking responsibility and being like listen like i want to be your friend but i'm more like i'm more invested in your well-being and it's just a conscious effort of caring about somebody else's well-being i think that's been the biggest thing is just um like consciously every single day i, I go into the office and i'm like always thinking about our guys yeah. Like always thinking about our guys and thinking about coach Smith and thinking about Ryan, like coach Ryan. So mm -hmm. in regards to coaching, it's like the longer you're at a program, probably your love increases. Mm -hmm. It's not that you didn't love it at the beginning. It's just, you found like more deeper ways to find love and like for the people that are working within there. All right. I know I rambled. I'm sorry. Hopefully well, that's your question. 
I totally feel it. It's, it's funny. One of the things that, yeah, one of the things that, uh, that I realize about being a coach is just how like you're on, you're pretty you're on the call you're like a doctor right like you're you're on the call oh, all the time yeah. you, I mean for whatever reason you might have a kid something happened at the door something whatever you something, something happened at the, in the gym it, what you're always like penny penny called me nine o'clock hey I need a video tomorrow about noon you know something like that I mean, you're mm. I mean, you're, always, you're always on the call doing something but I, it that, I think that's what makes it fun it makes it worth it yeah and I'll also say. It has made my life feel so fulfilled just being there for my guys. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it's it's funny when you start living for others and truly caring for others and it's not just about you, how much more that means. Yeah. And like just seeing our guys grow just makes me like super happy. I mean like not just happy, like I like legitimately like fulfilled. And I think that's a word that just I don't know, maybe that doesn't get used enough. Maybe I just really love coaching. I don't know. But, dude, I mean, obviously we started a podcast, so we love it a little bit. But, gosh, like, I, I mean, I love coaching. And, man, I love Lee University. So Yeah, yeah, dude. That, that's amazing. Um, so I, I do want to talk a little bit. So now, I mean, going, in, going into uh, year two at Lee as, mm -hmm. as, as a full-time, as, as, as the assistant coach, kind of what, where's your head at basketball-wise? Oh, basketball wise. <laughs> what is, I mean, I, you know, you were doing a lot, of, a lot of the same stuff last year. Yeah. Not with the same time. Just kind of wh wh where's your head at going into the season, you know, in this new role? Yeah. Well, th this is and not maybe, meant to well, sound. And maybe, I'm sorry, maybe, not, not to cut you off. Maybe, the, maybe the role in your mind hasn't changed. It's just, it's just a, you know, title beside the name on the website or, or something. Yeah, sure. Um, well, basketball to me has always been the easy thing. And that, and that's, and that's just because I spent so much, I, I was not, I, I was quick. I'll, I'll give myself that, but I was not the most talented player. So I just watched so much basketball growing up mm -hmm. and I had like, my oldest brother was such a good mentor in that fact. And I had a lot of good mentors around me within Drew Maddox, Lynn McNatt, Sam Moran, Houston Moran. Like I just had a lot of good mentors around me and I'm sure I missed plenty that I just, that I didn't say, but that just taught me the game of basketball. Coach Robert Jones. I mean, just, just plenty that taught me the game of basketball. So basketball for me, like I, I can, I can usually visually see it and see how to like break down something and help a player or see how a play develops and like see what might change my, what might work. And Casey Alexander helped me with that ton, just like playing for him. Mm -hmm. and playing for Steve Draven, Sean, you know, all those guys, Roger. Um, so, like, all those guys helped me a ton. So, basketball just seems that that's not the hard part for me. It's just being super simple and disciplined in every single thing you do. Now, obviously, the hard part is just adjusting to new things you haven't done, the way you're going to teach things. It might not be the way that you were taught them. So, go ahead and figure out what your head coach likes and teach them that way. Boom, and you just said it, dude, that is a huge thing. That is, and, I think, and, that's and I'll thing. tell you what, my head coach teaches it really well. So like, yeah. if I can teach it like my head coach, then, you know, and so like, I'm going to improve as well as a coach. But once again, like, I don't know, like I, I get fired up when I see my player success or when I see my players having fun and just growing as yeah. individuals, as human beings, like coming into my office and talking is like my favorite thing in the entire world. I know that doesn't go with basketball, but like them or them coming into me and just having a tough conversation. Like, dude, I just want to be there for you. So I mean, it doesn't, at least like, at the very least a meaningful conversation. 
Exactly. Like come talk to me about something that's unpleasant. Like I want to hear you. And I don't know. I, I, I just, I just think that's more important. I, me personally, the things that mattered in my basketball career had less to do with on the court and more to do with the conversations I had with basketball coaches off the court mm-hmm. and, or with players off the court. Like, so when, when I try to, I, and I, I, someone asked me and was like, so you're future oriented, like in time or are you past oriented? I'm probably past oriented. Cause I'm always looking at my past, like how I can dictate my future or how, to, how can I dictate the moment? And so like, when I look at my past, I'm like, okay, well this was super significant to me. Then I'm assuming, and I'm going to ask you, is that important to you now? It's like, Hey, this was really important to me then. And then just creates a vulnerability. Like, Hey, this, this is part of my life. Like I'm letting you into my life. Mm-hmm. Now I would like to get, like, I would love if you would give some back to me too. And if they don't, then that's fine. I mean, that's, you know, it's within their time. And if they want to, they can, if they don't, then they don't. And you know, but I don't know. I, I think that's probably my most fulfilling part of coaching is just getting to talk to guys day in, day out. And then the really meaningful conversations where they're just allowing me to be a part of it and me getting to love on them. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I've said it from day one. I mean, like the goal is to, you know, hopefully make these kids better on and off the court every mm-hmm. day, you know, hopefully yeah. some how, how small or big it is, hopefully make them better on and off and on the court. However you want to phrase it. Yeah. Um, but that, that, that's the big thing for me, man. That's uh, I, I love that, Nate. Dude, I, I, I can't wait for what you're about to do this year. Um, I am excited for you. Well, it's, uh, I promise you it will not be me. It will be, I mean, it, and I'm not just saying this to say it. I mean, it, we got a really special group of guys and we got a really special head coach and you know, it's just, that, that makes everything a lot easier for, for us staff. So. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, Hey, I'm, 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 I'm glad we did this dog. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad we did this. Uh, I think this is fun. Uh, sorry, we didn't have a guest for anybody this week for y'all this week. Um, let but you get to listen to us. So and recap, you know, maybe put some money in the tip jar. I'm saying it. I'll be, better. <laughs> you know, oh, this, this podcast is free. So you know what? You get to hear us for this week. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's free. Yeah. So, Hey, seriously though, um, Nate, this is, I mean, I couldn't have no other way I would have rather have done it for, you know, cap off a year. No, no other way. Uh, I think this was us. This was authentic. Um, uh, this is exactly what we wanted. Um, you know, let us know if, 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 if we're, if we're, if you're okay with listening to us, let us know. If not say, Hey idiots, get another, uh, get another guest on. No, um, like seriously say that. Like, yeah, I mean, put it in the comments or just message us. Yeah. I mean, I'm dead serious. Asa, I don't know about you and how you feel about it, but I love when people comment on our stuff. Absolutely. Because Absolutely. we truly, like, I mean, you tell me, like, I love hearing people's responses. Cause guess and we're, what? Talking, we're, like, we're talking to you. And we won't do it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Or if they love it, you know? <laughs> if you, if you, what, what, do I, what do I always say? If you, if you love it, tell you your love family it, and friends. If you hate it, tell everybody. Tell everybody, exactly. Uh, Nate, man, hey, I'll tell you what, before I do the, uh, before I do the outro, I, uh, I actually literally almost made a Twitter account the other day. Really? I almost did, but I didn't pull the trigger. Okay. And, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you, Ace, I'm off Insta. Like, I, I don't know if I'll ever yeah. get it back. Or, I'll probably will. I probably will eventually, but just, I have no desire to, it's just not something, it, it's just really time consuming. You know, I, I kind of still play with the Lehman's basketball podcast or uh, Lehman's basketball page and the mind of a coach. So, like, 
I'll play with it and just post on there, but like for the most part, it just keeps me off of stuff. Like I just like don't like, I'm just not doing this all day. Yeah. And then I'm just like, oh wait, I just spent 30 minutes doing this, looking at people working out. <laughs> Guys working well, I, out. I'll, I'll Guys just getting huge. And I'm like, oh, like maybe I need to do that work. <laughs> Social media, dog. It is a different animal. Um, yeah, but I, I'm, I respect your decision, by the way, to, to not be on Instagram. I totally respect that. I, 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 when I did it, I was like, I respect your decision, Asa, for not being on Twitter. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I right, Well, hey, man, uh, as always, you can find myself on Instagram at the Ace of Spades with a Z on the end. You can find Nathan on Twitter uh, at Coach Nate Moran. He is no longer on Instagram. You can find uh, Mind of a Coach on uh, Twitter at Mind of a Coach Pod, and you can find us on Instagram at Mind of a Coach. Nate, a year, dog, 52 down. 52 times 100 to go. Uh, love you, man. It's been a blast. It's been a blast. Man, and hey, we're, we're going to have to give it to somebody else if we're doing 100 because I'll be dead and gone by then. But, you know, <laughs> rock with it if you have it. You know? Hey, again, seriously, 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 seriously. We appreciate uh, y'all tuning in. Let us know. Hit us up. Talk to us. Give us suggestions. Give us guests. Whatever, man. We, we, we just appreciate it. If you tune in, we appreciate it. And, Nate, I'm going to do it this time. If if you love it, tell your family. And one more time, if you love it, tell your family and friends. And if you hate it, tell everybody. Love you guys. Thank you for tuning in.